Hey now, it's Steve Sievers from Bionic Buzz. Welcome to the third episode of the Bionic Buzz Celebrity Interview Podcast. Thanks for joining me. We're going to kick things off with an amazing actor. His name's Alan, and you've seen him in tons of different projects, including Star Trek Discovery, Immortals, Saw 3, NARC, The Tudors, and so much more. He has a new movie out called Tainted. It's available on VOD on tons of different digital platforms. I highly recommend you check it out. You'll learn all about it in the interview. So take it away, robot voice guy. Interview with actor Alan Van Sprang. Uh, before we talk about your new movie, Tainted, which is now on VOD, um, here at Bionic Buzz, uh, we're all about people's passions. You're an amazing actor, man. You've been in Star Trek Discovery, to the Tudors. I want to know where your passion for acting kind of came from. Was it a certain performance, movie, TV show, or something that was naturally for you as a child? Uh, well, yeah, I guess it was fairly natural. Um, I was a bit of a showboater, but I, it, it was through high school. Um, actually, one of my best friends, uh, Eddie Belanger, who's actually my son's acting teacher in high school right now, who I grew up with in, the, in Calgary, Alberta, in Canada, um, he got me into acting. So I started doing theater. And so the, the first few shows that I did um, were Arcadia and Cyrano de Bergerac um, and some shows like that. So I got, the passion came from theater to be totally honest. Nice. And then uh, after that, I, I took off from Calgary. I went to LA and to uh, Vancouver and just kind of slid into film and TV from there. And it just kind of organically happened. Yeah, it, it wasn't anything where I just woke up one day because when I was, when I got out of high school, my guidance counselor said, well, you're fairly good at math and physics, so it's probably a good idea for you to take engineering. I thought, well, that's probably the only thing I'm going to be able to do if I'm good at math and physics. So I spent an extra year um, upgrading my math and physics for that. And then once that happened, I said, no, um, I'm just going to try my hand. Wow. It becomes, it's, because it seems a little bit more, I don't know, like you said, passionate and a little bit more up, up my alley than, um, you know, being an engineer. And to be totally honest, like I upgraded my math and physics. I didn't even know what engineering was. I mean, aside from the fact that my uncle got his master's in, in, in engineering, I assumed that, okay, I'm gonna get there and then not have a clue what to do for at least two semesters. So anyway, dropped out of that and uh, got into theater school and yeah. So I love asking that question. Do you get a lot of interesting, a lot of people do have a theater background when I ask that, which yeah. came from, but. You, your life could have been a lot different if you wasn't an engineer, you know? No, absolutely. I, I mean, I don't know where I would have been. I know that, that um, where I grew up, there's a lot of engineers there. There's a lot of oil and gas. But um, I don't know, like going out to uh, Los Angeles just kind of helped boost that a little bit. Um, and once I was down there, it just, I don't know. It, it, it opened a lot more doors than um, I, I think yeah. engineering would have for me. Well, your new movie, Tainted, uh, which I just said it's out on VOD, what amazing story. You really get sucked into these characters. I think they kind of go deeper down this rabbit hole. The performances were great. You play, I think oh, it was okay. an ex-con named Lance, who's got like yeah. ties to this like brotherhood and rush mob. He just got out of being in jail for 15 years. And of course, the past kind of catches up to you and you got to do one last mission. And 
things kind of go south and then all of a sudden you go on this like bloody retaliation yeah uh, talk <laughs> about being a, uh, what attracted you being part of this project um well i've just i, I spent the last few like after i i did a, a series called rain and then i did shadow hunters and then i i did star trek and it was you know i was always playing the bad guy in those um and that's fine. I don't mind doing that. I do that a lot. But uh, this script kind of came my way from a casting director up here in Toronto. Mm -hmm. And she just said, you know, give it a read. Um, you can either, you know, come in or meet with Brent Cote, the director. And so I gave it a read. And I just said to my manager, listen, I, I, this is just something that I, I need to do. This is such a departure um, away from what I'm from. Like, like a lot of exposition and sci-fi you know, you, you have a certain amount of, of responsibility to, but with this, I just, I thought, well, I don't know where he's going to come from. So he and I met for lunch and that was it. Very cool. And where was your shot? It was beautiful. It looked cold as hell, but it looked right yeah, on the screen. <laughs> well, I mean, the DOPs, the camera, everything, the direction was shot up north in a, a small city in Ontario mm -hmm. called Sault Ste. Marie. And it's basically just a bunch of darkness, snow, and lights at the time. Yeah, it was perfect for for the mindset, for the characters and everything, and the backdrop, everything. Um, you also, I mean, you do, do you do a lot of stunts yourself? I mean, this will have a lot of action kind of scenes in it for you, you know? Yeah, I pretty much did all the stunts myself, absolutely. I mean, we had, you know, a great stunt coordinator, great stunt team, absolutely. And I mean, if, if, if there were certain uh, action shots or whatever, they, they would step in but uh I, I was able to give i was they gave me everything that i needed to do and i did pretty much everything on my own very cool uh let's talk about your other co-stars performances uh, uh before we talk about your new movie tainted which is now on vod um here at bonic buzz uh we're all about people's passions you're an amazing actor man you've been in star trek discovery to the tutors I want to know where your passion for acting kind of came from. Was it a certain performance, movie, TV show, or something that was naturally for you as a child? Uh, well, yeah, I guess it was fairly natural. Um, I was a bit of a showboater, but I, it, it was through high school. Um, actually, one of my best friends, uh, Eddie Belanger, who's actually my son's acting teacher in high school right now, who I grew up with in, the, in Calgary, Alberta, in Canada. Um, he got me into acting, so I started doing theater. And so the, the first few shows that I did um, were Arcadia and Cyrano de Bergerac um, and some shows like that. So I got, the passion came from theater, to be totally honest. Nice. And then uh, after that, I, I took off from Calgary. I went to LA and to uh, Vancouver and just kind of slid into film and TV from there. And it just kind of organically happened. Yeah, it, it wasn't anything where I just woke up one day because when I was, when I got out of high school, my guidance counselor said, well, you're fairly good at math and physics, so it's probably a good idea for you to take engineering. And I thought, well, that's probably the only thing I'm gonna be able to do if I'm good at math and physics. So I spent an extra year um, upgrading my math and physics for that and then once that happened I said no um, I'm just gonna try my hand wow. it becomes it's because it seems a little bit more I don't know like you said passionate and a little bit more up, up my alley than um, 
you know, being an engineer. And to be totally honest, like I upgraded my math and physics. I didn't even know what engineering was. I mean, aside from the fact that my uncle got his master's in, in, in engineering, I assumed that, okay, I'm going to get there and then not have a clue what to do for at least two semesters. So anyway, dropped out of that and uh, got into theater school and yeah. That's why I love asking that question. You get a lot of interesting, a lot of people do have a theater background when I ask that, which yeah. you came from, but you, your life could have been a lot different if you went to engineering, you know? No, absolutely. I, I mean, I don't know where I would have been. I know that, that um, where I grew up, there's a lot of engineers there. There's a lot of oil and gas. But um, I don't know, like going out to uh, Los Angeles just kind of helped boost that a little bit. Um, and once I was down there, it just, I don't know, it, it, it opened a lot more doors than um, I, I think engineering would have for me. Well, your new movie, Tainted, uh, which I just said it's out on VOD, what amazing story. You really get sucked into these characters. I think they kind of go deeper down this rabbit hole. The performances were great. You play, I think oh, it was an ex-con named Lance, who's got like yeah. ties to this like brotherhood and rush mob. He just got out of being in jail for 15 years. And of course, the past kind of catches up to you and you got to do one last mission and things kind of go south. And then all of a sudden you go on this like bloody retaliation. Yeah. Uh, talk <laughs> about being, a, uh, what attracted you being part of this project? Um, well, I've just, I, I spent the last few, like after I, I did a, a series called Rain and then I did Shadow Hunters and then I, I did Star Trek. And it was, you know, I was always playing the bad guy in those. Um, and that's fine. I don't mind doing that. I do that a lot. But uh, this script kind of came my way from a casting director up here in Toronto. Mm -hmm. And she just said, you know, give it a read. Um, you can either, you know, come in or meet with Brent Cote, the director. And so I gave it a read and I just said to my manager, listen, I, I, this is just something that I, I need to do. This is such a departure um, away from what I'm from, like, like a lot of exposition and sci-fi, you know, you, you have a certain amount of, of responsibility to, but with this, I just, I thought, well, I don't know where he's going to come from. So he and I met for lunch and that was it. Very cool. And where was your shot? It was beautiful. It looked cold as hell, but it looked right yeah, on the screen. <laughs> well, I mean, the DOPs, the camera, everything, the direction, it was shot up north in a, a small city in Ontario mm -hmm. called Sault Ste. Marie. And it's basically just a bunch of darkness, snow, and lights at the time. Yeah, it was perfect for, for the mindset, for the characters and everything, and the backdrop, everything. Um, you also, I mean, you do, do you do a lot of stunts yourself? I mean, this will have a lot of action kind of scenes in it for you, you know? Yeah, I pretty much did all the stunts myself. Absolutely. I mean, we had, you know, a great stunt coordinator, great stunt team. Absolutely. And I mean, if, if, if there were certain uh, action shots or whatever, they, they would step in. But mm -hmm. uh, I, I was able to give, I was, they gave me everything that I needed to do. And I did pretty much everything on my own. Very cool. Uh, let's talk about your other co-stars, performances. Family. So we're both kind of on the same wavelength, you know? And cool, man. Well, um, anything else in the works or allowed to talk about before I let you go? Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I, I'm totally, like I just finished, uh, after I finished Star Trek, I did uh, In the Dark, a CW show. I, I've been doing that, and um, yeah, I just got another uh, series, which I totally can't talk about, but it's absolutely insane and awesome, and um, 
it's kind of through Star Trek, so it's oh, yeah. Cool. But it's not Star Trek at all. Yeah. Well, hopefully you're not a, a villain anymore. <laughs> you got to be kidding me, really? <laughs> That's my whole bread and butter, Steve. I know, I know. We, you're great at both. So, but it was cool seeing you as the hero in this movie. So everyone, check out Tainted now on VOD. Thank you so much, Alan, for taking the time to talk to me. Thank you so much, Steve. Really appreciate it, man. All right, man. Take care. You too. All right, everyone. It's time for our throwback red carpet interviews back when red carpet interviews were allowed. And I was trying to think of what to do because there's we got so many different uh, red carpet interviews to pick from. And if you want to watch the video versions of them, you can go to our website, bionicbuzz.com. And I was just thinking of everything that's going on in the world. And I, one event kind of stuck out in my head, and that was the 2019 Bounce Trumpet Awards. And if you don't know what they are, it's it, the award show actually recognizes individuals and or groups who augment the richness of this great global society by partnering with the cause of justice and equality of all. The awards were created to herald the accomplishment of black humanitarians who have succeeded against immense odds. Special recognition is given to the few symbolic of the many who have overcome the ills of racism and poverty and achieved greatness. So this wasn't me at the red carpet. But I was very proud that Bionic Buzz was there to share light on this. And I feel like with everything going on, it's kind of like my way of showing Bionic Buzz support for Black Lives Matter. So we're going to do some red carpet interviews from this amazing red carpet. So take it away, Robot Voice Lady. Young Easy and Cedric the Entertainer interview at the 2019 Bounce Trumpet Awards. This is Virak from the Bionic Buzz, and tonight we are celebrating a very special award ceremony. This is the first time when the Trumpet Award is in Los Angeles. So come with me and please enjoy the red carpet with the stars tonight. Yes, how you guys doing? My name is Young Easy, and then on Instagram, YouTube, everywhere, I'm Young Easy. I'm a social media influencer, actor, comedian, everything. I do it all. Thank you. I love your uh, scarf on here. Oh, thank you, Louis Vuitton. You know what I'm saying? I have to do it big for the red carpet. You feel me? <laughs> is it some, like, uh, because it reminds me some of the traditional African-American cultural stuff? More like uh, Dubai. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a place that I always, yeah, yeah the place that I always wanted to go. So I was just like, you know what, let me... Let me rock the, you know, I don't what, turban, I think they call it, but with some swag, you know? What is your connection to Nothing at all. I just want to go to Dubai. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Okay, what brought you here tonight? Uh, just to see everybody, you know, everybody. And I'm actually talent, too, so I'm an actual influencer, actor, a producer. So I just want to come out, support, and uh, showcase my talent to, I guess, everybody else on the red carpet. Okay. It's nice to see you again because we met already on your golf. Yes, event. yes, on my golf tournament. Yes, exactly. And we, we couldn't uh, celebrate with you. How was that? Oh, it was such an awesome day. It was so We did really great. Of course, it was one of the fun golf tournaments. You were there. Fun times. Nice see you have yes, to right, right, invite me. Okay, so but tonight we are here in the Trumpet Award. So what does it mean for you? Why why did you came tonight? Are you part of the show or you are celebrating supporting? Yeah, I'm actually receiving the award. Uh, I'm receiving excellence in entertainment. Uh, I think that that's really a great honor, you know, to be recognized from your peers and your community about the uh, 
the amount of, you know, uh, the contribution that I've gave, given from stand-up to film and television. Uh, and, I, and I appreciate it. I appreciate it getting my roses now while I'm on this side. So it's beautiful. And you mentioned the community. So, uh, but it's not just for the community, I guess. So we're always talking about the underrepresented black culture in Hollywood. Yeah. What is your opinion about it? Did it change uh, in the last few years? I mean, in the last few years, it definitely has gotten stronger and bolder. There's a lot of opportunity uh, with that you see uh, people um, growing on the writing side, the directing side. Uh, of course, there's some really great shows on, uh, TV shows and some great movies that are out in the theaters right now. In the, uh, between from Dolomite to Queen of Slim to Black and Blue. Uh, mm -hmm. Just a lot of opportunities of, uh, for people to work and do different kind of characters. And so we just wanted to see that grow. But mainly more and so on the executive side, in, 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 uh, in the, especially in television, where I see still very, very... Uh, you know, uh, one-sided when it comes down to the executives and decision makers when it comes to actual television. Mm -hmm. Got producers and creative and director, directors on the, on the creative side, but not in the decision-making uh, corporate side of things. So, Have you ever felt underrepresented in your career? Uh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. You know, I've, I've been through it a long time, a 30-year career, so I definitely have had uh, you know, those times where they feel like, you know, being a, you know, one, being a comedian or being a, a guy from the Midwest, not necessarily a, a big kind of Hollywood, you know, insider. You know, I used to live in St. Louis and only came out here to work. So it was times where you definitely feel like people don't get you or they don't get your style. And so uh, you do feel underrepresented and you definitely don't see enough black men, you know, cuddly, but cute you know, uh, on, on, on television. So, you know, I started to be a thing that, you know, like in the sexiest man alive category, underrepresented. This, all of this right here, uh, underrepresented. Yeah, it's so weird to hear. you, you would know. vote for me. <laughs> so, no, I'm kidding, I'm Are you laughing? No, 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 no I'm not. I'm not, I'm not at all. And it's, I'm just wishing you the best for the future, and, and I really you, hope God. you will never have that feeling. Thank and you, because yes. it's really not fair, yeah. that's my opinion. That's right. And um, yeah, and have a wonderful Thank evening you, tonight. There you have it, folks. You could go to trumpetawards.com to learn more about your award ceremony. And we're going to end our third episode with one more throwback. And it's with the very funny and talented Kevin Hart. This was at the TCL Chinese Theater in the heart of Hollywood. And if you've been there, it's basically you see all these like uh, cements that's been signed by different celebrities over years, tons of different years actually. And it's usually a signature and a hand and footprint thing. So that's why it's called a handprint and footprint ceremony and it was honoring Kevin Hart he basically got to sign his name in there there's some fun video you can watch online uh, go to bonniebuzz.com and search Kevin Hart you can watch Dwayne The Rock Johnson was a special guest and Will Ferrell who uh, co-starred in movies together and this was right before uh, Jumanji The Next Level came out so it was such a pleasure being there because I'm a huge fan of The Rock uh, from WWE and now all his different movies. So hey, you've got a group interview with Kevin Hart. Um, he did show up late, so 
we had to get together at the very end. And um, basically, if you didn't hear our other podcast earlier, our group interview is basically all the media are together and they kind of stick their microphones out and someone, whoever's lucky, gets asked a question. So this is a quick interview, but hey, it's better than nothing. So enjoy. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Wherever you are, feel free to subscribe. Bionic Buzz Slavery Interview Podcast is new every Thursday. And like I said before, you can go to our website to watch video stuff of all these interviews. And feel free to follow us on all social media at Bionic Buzz. And you can go subscribe to our YouTube channel too. So thank you. I'll see you next week. Group interview with Kevin Hart. How you don't understand what's coming around the corner in life. You can't you can write it all the time. You can't be in control of it. Sometimes you just got to embrace the moment. And uh, this is a moment that I didn't see coming, but I'm damn sure glad I was and, ready for it. And being thank able you. to work thank, you, thank you, thank you.